and answers like did they invent the wireless mouse just so there's one less thing to hang myself with in the studio hi america oh. hello wow my name is adrian lee and i am your host welcome to the show more questions than answers the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world each week my guests and i will search the world's newspapers websites and tv shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming, and I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and heathervescent Heather Morris. She has been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. Heather boiled a clown this week and made a laughing stock. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Heather Morris. Oh, yeah. I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy. <laughs> the neighbours complained about that last week, by the way. Michelle Corey, she was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Four out of five of the voices in Michelle's head are saying she's going to be having a great show. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. What's the other one saying? You don't want to know. Nathan is also with us tonight in the background. He was banned from the casino this week for misunderstanding the use of the word crap table. Hi, oh. Adrian. He can't go back to that casino. Uh, uh. He rolled snake eyes if anybody's interested. Oh. Series two 
episode 129. 129 is a gambling, defecating kind of a number with a love of clown gravy. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. Clown gravy, anyone? Yes. Does this taste funny to you? <laughs> LZ, 129 Hindenburg, was a German Zeppelin which went up in flames on May the 6th, 1937. I love it on Porn Stars on the History Channel when Rick says, Oh, you have a fork from the Hindenburg. Let me call my buddy who's an expert on forks from the Hindenburg. I just thought that was interesting. The famous Greek philosopher Galen was born in September 129 AD. So happy birthday to the philosopher Galen. So, for the very first time on MQ, TA, I did not know that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about the ancient Greeks. <sighs> Miss Morris is looking up at the stars. Mm -hmm. Michelle's got her hand in her face. Mm -hmm. Points to be had early on, because they did study, obviously, the classics at school. Yes. Mm -hmm. When you visited a doctor in ancient Greece, he would nibble on what? To get a diagnosis, what did your doctor in ancient Greece want to nibble on to give you... Would it be a part of me? A diagnosis. <laughs> well, if you've gone to the doctors, I'm guessing doing this to your neighbour wouldn't be that effective, would it? So, yes, Well, it's I didn't know you. if he'd nibble on his pen and just think about it like, hmm. Mm, yes, you have a swollen epididymis, sir. Mm. How would you get a swollen epididymis just from sucking on a pen? Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he would nibble your toe. He would nibble on your toe and then give you your diagnosis. I guess nearest person wins. Nearest part of the body. <laughs> Anatomically speaking. <laughs> so you're going quite low there, aren't you, is what you're doing. Yep. Michelle, any thoughts of what I'll your take, Greek I'll physician... take the other end and go with the neck. You're going to take the other end, are you? One at the feet. One at the neck. Want another guess, Miss Morris? I'm feeling in a philanthropic Greek mood tonight. It's either going to be that or the ear. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> You're going with the ear. Why did you say that? I have no idea. It is the earwax. Oh, God. Let me lick that for you. Stop it. No, Heather? don't start Heather? that. Put it away. No. It's disgusting. I hate it. It turns my guts. You have a fever. Oh, <laughs> You've got any brain? Cures more cowbell. I bet no one goes to the physician, do they? <laughs> this is when we suck on your ear jelly. No, yeah. Star Trek. That's stop it. That's disgusting. Don't, don't. Penis. You're getting points, but they will be taken away if you don't stop immediately. Straffle. Yes, getting two points there, Miss Morris. <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> disgusting ways. This started. You've no interest in ancient Greece whatsoever, have you, on any level? <laughs> no, None. Really? But I will Go force on. this upon you. <laughs> this started with Hippocrates, the man behind the Hippocratic Hoth. There. Okay. He believed the body was a collection of fluids, and each body fluid had a very specific taste. So they would taste a little bit of your phlegm. They would taste a little bit of your vomit. See what it tasted like. <gasps> there was. <laughs> he wrote a book that said urine was meant to taste like fig juice. If you varied from that or went down a different path where it's a little bit tart or a little bit sweet, they would taste all of your body fluids. And earwax. Even men's? Was on that list. That's bad news. 
if you went to the doctor looking for a remedy for impotency, wouldn't it? That would oh. be bad. No. Toilet paper did not make its way to Europe until the 16th century. So what did the ancient Greeks wipe with? Grape leaves. Grape. <laughs> grape leaves. Could you be more specific? I heard it through the bum grapes. Where's Marvin Gaye when you need him? Grape leaves. Are grape leaves large? They're going to have to use a couple, aren't you, I'm guessing? Any thoughts, Michelle? What did the ancient Greeks wipe with? Different from the Romans, I'll give you a clue. Oh. Different. That was going to be my answer. See, I'm a psychic. I know Um, what you're thinking. I know what's in your walnut. Yes. Inside your little melon. Rabbits. Rabbits. What? So, like, you ask the rabbit, does poo stick to your fur? And the rabbit says yes. And you pick up the rabbit and it's squeaking. And you use it and put it back again. Oh, no. Quick, he's got his eye on Colin. Move away from Colin. Colin gets picked up and used. Then he gets put back again. That would be bad news, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. It isn't rabbits. It is stones. They had a collection of stones. It was written that three stones was the way to go. You had to get clean. It was the three stone jobby. That's right. I'm not making this up. Has anyone seen my lucky stone, by the way? I thought I left it on the table. It was common practice in ancient Greece to write the name of your enemy on your stone. Oh. So if you see a stone lying around that's got Michelle written on it, I wouldn't touch it. Would be what my was it written advice. in? I don't know. A sharpie. <laughs> what animal's dung was smeared all over the skin as skin cream? Very simple question. No surprises, no false traps. Just want the name of the animal. You would smear all over your skin the dung of as beauty cream. You'll look younger. Goat. Goat, little pellets. Yeah. Goat pellets. Mm-hmm. Little nuggets of love. Little raisins. Yes. You're going with the Greek goat. Mm-hmm. Greek goat raisins. Yes. Okay. Michelle? A sheep. You're going with you're going with ruminants tonight. You're going to go with the ruminants. It was a crocodiddly. Oh. You had to go and get crocodile dung. Smear it all over your face. It takes years off you, madam. And then it gives you crocodile tears. Oh, if it goes in your eye, that's going to be quite (laughs) sharp, isn't it, I would suggest? Was it it imported? Imported crocodile dung. I think the Greeks did have a big empire that stretched into the Nile and so forth. But I think you could be right. I don't think Greeks are native to crocodiles, are they? Or vice versa. In order to advertise their services... Ladies of the night wore sandals that left these words imprinted in the dirt. As they walked along, the simple task for you tonight, ladies, is to tell me what those words were. Michelle's gone. We could be getting the first drink of the night here if we're lucky. Open now. (laughs) Open now. Yes. Do you know what that is in Greek? No. no, nor do I. We need to do more research. Ancient Greek. Did you know that ancient Greek was the official language of Greece until 1976? I thought I'd share that with you. Fascinating facts. Do you know you leave this show with more than you arrive with? You can't ask for more than that in life, can you? Not really. I don't remember uh, anything. You don't recall anything. Mm-mm. You have the mind and memory of a goldfish. Mm-hmm. I'll be asking you these questions at the end for extra points. You better remember them is what I would suggest. Michelle. What did the prostitutes have on their sandals as they walked in the dirt? And people could look and see where they'd trodden. Ooh, maybe it's follow me. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) Anything you'd like to put in there, Michelle? No, I think Heather's got it. She's absolutely right. She's on. 
Is that right? Two points. She is. You're now up to four. Oh, my God. They oh. had the words. Follow me. Once again, the ugly head of cheating raises its head <laughs> no. for more questions than answers. But yes, they're smart. They yeah. did have the words follow me. Really? Yes, written on the bottom of their shoes as they walked in the dirt and sand. Anyone who saw that could just follow them and they would end up having a night of debauchery. I connected psychically to some ancient Greek, Greek women. prostitutes. There you go. Hey. <laughs> but is me Auntie June hey. coming through? This is what I want to know. Good times. In 129 BC, Hippocus used a total solar eclipse to estimate the distance to the moon. How many people have been on the moon? Nearest one wins. Simple enough question. How many men have been on the moon? Giant steps. There's cheating going on behind me. <laughs> I'm going to go for three. Head three. You three people have been on the moon. This is what you're going with. Yeah. So don't let all those mad missions for Apollo deter you in your opinion. Three. Of that. Three. Three. Two happened in the first landing alone. Three. Three. You're going with three. Okay. Like actually walked on it. Three. Yes. Actually set foot. Three. On the cream cheese. Three. On the dusty surface. Three. On the lunar landings. Three. Three. What are you going I with, I think Corey? about nine. You're not a million miles away. It's actually 12. I should give you the points for being... Three plus nine is 12. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I see you have the same math we have in Europe. <laughs> Impressive, Miss Morris. How many? I'll give you some supplementary points here. How many are still alive? 12 Ooh. men have landed on the moon. The last one, by the way, was Gene Kernan of Apollo 17. He died of January this year so that's one you can subtract straight away but there was 12 men on the moon the last one was in 1972 how many are still alive three three you're <laughs> is every answer this week on mqt gonna be the answer three if it works it's not though is it it's not working i'll say five again you're winning point six. Ooh. again you know, we haven't got to the end of the show no. yet, but as mm -mm. it stands with, uh, you know, about 45 minutes to go, we are actually on six that are still alive. Now, each week, our favourite part of the show, we love our mailbag. Yay! Nathan loves the mailbag more than we do. <laughs> These are your letters of support, your letters of encouragement, your emails, your notes to us on Facebook. If you love the show, by the way, why not visit our Facebook site? More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Everyone will be chatting on there tonight, and you can look at all of our stories, all of the cartoons. So you can leave us messages. If you leave us a message on there and uh, you don't mind my mother hearing it, then obviously you can post that. We love reading them out. Gary from England has posted 6,000 hugs. That's a lot of hugging. Aww. Hi, lot Gary. A lot of hugging right there. He then talks about time travel in such a way that i believe he has fully embraced the bell bunk and snort drinking game because the next three Yay. sentences Excellent. just simply didn't make any sense at all but i got the gist of it and his first lines how many lines was that altogether? how many words did he use there miss morris three excellent six thousand <laughs> hugs the rest is complete nonsense but i thought well he's from england 
he's probably embraced too much drinking due to snorting rather a lot last week. I'm sorry. If you've never played the game before, every time Michelle snorts with laughter, you are allowed to take a shot and this game is being played all over the world. Sometimes there's a lot of drinking. Other times we get through the show. We just don't know, do we? we I can't surprise. control it. You can't. It's here. It's there. It's everywhere. We can't control such things. Jerry in Michigan has written, looking forward to Friday night's show already. Hopefully you can find some Bigfoot stories for the hairy beasties section. Have a great show, Adrian, Heather and Michelle. And with Nathan for comic relief. (laughs) Thanks, Jerry. He has also posted that he has listened to every single Not For Your Mother in the whole of series two. Bearing in mind we're on show 129 and he says he's now hitting series one. Oh, he must be... Board. He's working his well, he's in Michigan, so probably. Yeah. Jeff, our good friend and regular <gasps> Jeff, listener in Milwaukee, yeah, sent a picture of himself meditating and listening to the show. So thank you for that, Jeff. <laughs> he's obviously not broken into a DIY this store this time and stolen their Wi-Fi. Martin, our good friend in New York, has created an amazing online auction site called Martin's online auctions it's on facebook there's everything on there from living dead dolls to 80s metal concert t-shirts the unusual strange intriguing and bizarre go and have a look at what is morbidly fascinating items are just a couple of clicks away from owning remember martin's online auctions on facebook you've already shown good taste by listening to the show now surround yourself with good taste as well As previously mentioned, you can join us right now, this very minute on Facebook. Go to more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. All of tonight's stories are much, much more. All of the cartoons, the banter, the fun, the not for your mother round. There's an awful lot of squirrel cartoons on there at the moment. I I will just say that. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. It is. Squirrels from top to bottom must be the season for squirrels i'm guessing we have over six thousand followers on there so thank you you're gonna say squirrel we have over six thousand squirrels on there (laughs) just squirrels in little rooms all around the world listening to their radios as we speak that would be fun wouldn't it we're also on soundcloud all of our archives are on soundcloud for the last four years it was mentioned there that jerry has listened to everyone back to back but if you go to soundcloud you can listen to us if you go to MQTA Radio. Everything is on there for you, free of charge, of course. We do a round at the end of the show when we're not on air called Not For Your Mother. It's an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the stories we can't read out on air for fear of being removed because they're laden oh. with filth, filth. naughtiness, Naughty. innuendo, yes. sexual intrigue. <laughs> intrigue. Nice. <laughs> So if you want a little bit extra there in the round of Not For Your Mother, visit our archives in SoundCloud before we get removed. And remember, if you're listening right now, this very minute, in a very Buddhist kind of way, you can press the little orange love heart and tell us how much you love the show. We're also available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, so you can listen to us when you're walking the dog, taking long trips to Ireland, back in the gym, cutting the lawn, anything you wish. We're on there for you we have a twitter account adrian underscore lee underscore tips that's t-i-p-s we have ninety-four thousand followers on there come and join me on there you can listen first on the dark matter digital network 
Com, 100,000 listeners in 190 countries going out Friday at 8 p.m. Central Time. Listen to the fun, the frivolity, the spooky madness first on Dark Matter. We're on YouTube. I've read several chapters of several books out on YouTube, again, free of charge. Search for How to Be a Christian Psychic with Adrian Lee. Search for MQTA Radio as well. There's lots of outtakes and many, many funny things on there. My latest book, if you're interested in a spooky Halloween read, is Mysterious Midwest, unwrapping urban legends and ghostly tales from the dead. If you're interested in that, that's available in all good bookshops and on Amazon. And it has a forward written by award-winning Grammy basis of Megadeth, David Ellefson. And I have a very exciting statement for the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to give it away just yet, but if you tune in over the next few weeks... I've got some very, very exciting news about my next book. More mm. oh, spooky. Spooky. Near Halloween. Haunted. Halloween. You love Halloweenus, don't you? It's your favourite. It. Every day it's is favorite. Halloween for you, isn't it? Every day. Sat there in a pumpkin coloured shirt. Look yeah. at you embracing everything Halloweenus. Got my fangs. I yes. can see what you've got going on there. You've decorated everything like Halloween is what's happened. Halloween. I get that. I understand that. <laughs> this show is free. <laughs> it will always be free. But if you wish to donate to the show, we have a Patreon account. If you go to patreon.com, search for MQTA Radio, and you can donate $1. And we'd be very grateful because we have to pay for our studio time. And all of those platforms that I've just discussed with you use up a lot of our finances so i'd be very grateful if you're interested in supporting the show why not share at the very least that you're listening right now to more questions and answers on your social media sites and paste the link for everyone to look at and show the world that you have good taste and we have that patreon site as well where you can access the shows straight away and you don't need to wait several weeks now this coming thursday 7 p.m this is the 5th of October. If you're anywhere near Granite Falls, which is central west Minnesota, there's a huge casino in Granite Falls if you're interested in staying and having some fun at the casino as well. But Granite Falls, fabulous town, lots of history. I'm doing a talk on mysterious Midwest. I'm going to show all the ghosts, all the hauntings, the video, the EVPs, all of the footage. Everything's there for you. We're going to be starting at 7 p.m., Granite Falls, it's $5 to getting and all the money goes to charity. We're raising money for the food shelf. We're raising money for the historical society. And we're going to take donations of non-perishable goods at the door as well to raise food for the food shelf. When I did that in Morton several weeks ago, we raised over £400 worth of food for the food shelf. So that's 7pm, Granite Falls, $5 to get in. That's the Kilowatt Community Centre. I'm bringing with me... Because that's not all. By Jove, by Jiminy. Oh, no, sir. That's not all. Not only am I signing books. Not only am I showing all of the evidence of ghosts and hauntings. Not only do you get the chance to sit and listen to my English accent and me trying to be funny for an hour. I'm bringing with me my good friend, who's been on the show before, Brian Sterling Vitae. Now, Brian is an actor. He's appeared on Star Trek, The Next Generation. He's a journalist, an author, an actor. Stunt man, he holds seven world records, that man. Unbelievable. He's coming with me as well. He's going to keep me company. So I may interview him as well for a little while. And you can enjoy that and he'll be there as well. I had fun this weekend. Yeah. I was at the Periwinkle Hotel Aww. in Chelsea, Iowa. 
my recollections of Chelsea, you know, is the King's Road, West London, Brompton Cemetery, lots of fashion, thousands of millions of people, you know, all of the arts, all of the crafts. And I thought when I'm driving to Chelsea, it's going to be just like that, right? Yeah. Chelsea in Iowa, small little town. There's a hotel. The Periwinkle Hotel was the first funeral parlour in that county. They then converted it to a hotel. It's one of those funeral parlours slash hotels that you read so much about. Yep. I stayed there several years ago. I did an investigation with the team and I had to sleep next to a stack of coffins. It's a very interesting combination of ghoulish things, coffins, mortuary equipment, embalming fluid, and then there's your bed in the bedside cabinet. She does very well. She has sold out every single weekend. In the barn at the back, dare I say the garage, I pause for an American to correct my English. Garage. There is where they used to keep all the hearse and the funeral carriages. She's turned it into a bar and a karaoke. Cool. So if you go, you will not be disappointed. You can look that up. We did a short investigation. I did lots of readings. I met many wondrous people. I want to give a big shout out to Adam and Sarah of Sea Paranormal in Iowa for helping me out. Karen and Gloria as well on my team for coming all the way down from the deepest, darkest depths of Fargo. That's a journey, I can tell you. Fargo to the deepest depths of Iowa is a bit of a trek. Karen, who's one of the quietest, most introverted, lovely ladies you'll ever wish to meet, had a couple of drinks and got up and sang karaoke for the first time in her life. We do have video footage of that, just in case her husband doesn't believe us. Mm. I was convinced to then go up and sing as well. If you go to my Facebook wall, friend me on Facebook, Really? I'm singing Mustang Sally at the top of they my lungs. They had to drag you? Oh, yeah. Really? Well, I'm an, I'm an Aries, so I have a very quiet, introverted nature. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and I really hate people looking at me and being the no, centre of attention. Right. So I thought the best thing to do was just to, you know, sit please everyone. Corner. Sit in the corner. Mm. And then the opening lines of Mustang <laughs> Sally come on. And uh, I'm away. I don't remember the next three minutes, other than the fact that I believe I'm a rock star now. But I lost my voice. I was singing so loud that the next day I did all my readings in a very squeaky voice. It was very embarrassing. The most embarrassing moment of the weekend, after we set up our equipment on a Friday night, the casino that's near Chelsea, Iowa, Adam and Sarah said to me, let's go to the buffet. Let's go to the casino buffet because there's nowhere else to eat. It's in the middle of nowhere. So typically, as is the way with all things in life, I've only brought one pair of shorts with me because, you know, I'm there for just a couple of days. And I thought, being full, that I would need my jeans and maybe a sweater and maybe a some sort of suit. Yeah, it was 100 degrees. 100 degrees. I stepped out of the car and it felt like a hairdryer. Is it normal to be 100 degrees the week before October? Is this normal in this country? I can't keep track. Literally, an hour ago, on the way to the studio, I saw a woman in a woolly hat and a pair of shorts. So she's edging her bets at that point, right? So, as is the way with all things in this country, I'm at the buffet, I spill horseradish all down my shorts. Which doesn't look great, does it? It's a spicy. So I've now got to do the whole weekend with horseradish down my shorts. Look, taste it, it's horseradish, if you don't believe me. No, I'm good. We went into the car park, it's dark. Adam and Sarah sat in their car. Sarah comes up with a great idea that her mum lives fairly close by. So if I take my shorts off, she could wash them for me and bring them back. 
So I thought, okay then. So we're in the car park of the casino. It's pitch black. I take my shorts off and I'm down to my boxer shorts. There's just the two cars there. I'm standing there in my knickers. And the police roll up. <laughs> I kid you not. They suddenly roll up. And I'm like, I know this looks bad, officer. <laughs> but I know these people. And it's a case of, what you doing here, boy? And I'm like, nothing. It's tried to explain why I was standing in the car park of the casino with two people in another car. And a hundred dollar bill. In my knickers. <laughs> Thunderstruck. <laughs> Twice. And yes, it was horseradish sauce and uh problem was alleviated in the end. We did get my shorts washed. And all is good in the world. But we investigated the Prairie Winkle Hotel. I had a nice Irish ghost come through to me. You'd appreciate that, Michelle, mm. having lived in Ireland mm-hmm. and having an Irish passport yourself. Richard Kelly. There's a nice Irish name. Mm-hmm. He said his name was Richard Kelly. He was 28. He helped carry the coffins up and down the stairs and was the general dog's body. And we had light anomalies in the Periwinkle Hotel, blue lights going across the ceiling. We had lots of EMF activity, lots of madness. But if you get a chance, that's the Periwinkle Hotel in Chelsea, Iowa. They have a website. You can see all the photographs. And a big thank you to Jody for arranging that weekend. And we will be going back next year so keep an eye open for that i know it's a year away but it was so successful we will be going back we run into the first round that is ghosts and hauntings michelle is in the lead on a five how did you get five because i'm awesome (laughs) (laughs) heather's on four how did that happen because i'm lucky (laughs) lucky and awesome i'm on zero Mm, that's mm, typical. Yeah. I'm reading the questions out. Mm-hmm. But there's all to play for. Mm-hmm. A spooked homeowner pleaded with his dog sitter to flee after apparently spotting a ghostly figure in the background of a video. Two fleas. Two fleas on a dog. <laughs> Look, there's a flea on that dog. For, Michelle, are you going to go for it? Are you good? No, no, it was imminent, but it disappeared. That's terrible when that happens. At first glance, the video shot in the U.S. city of Cincinnati, Ohio, seems to show two dogs bounding around. But when slowed down, a figure appears to be moving between the doors in the hallway. Corella Deville, no doubt. <coughs> According to Live Leak, the video really terrified the homeowner after it was sent to him to offer reassurance that his pooch was okay. An explanation on the post reads... The girl was dog-sitting for a family friend when she recorded this video to send to the owner to show that the dogs are doing well. If you're on a night out, do you think, can you show me a video just to make sure my dog's doing well? Would anyone else do that? No. She was alone at the time of the recording and did not notice anything strange until she read his response, get out of the house and call 911. When the owner watched the video, he noticed something strange in it. Look at the doorway as the chocolate lab runs into the room. A human figure can be seen moving across the doorway. Note how the girl does not react to the figure while recording the video, leading me to believe that it was not an intruder. But while the owner was convinced a ghost was on the loose, others were not so sure and had other explanations. One quipped, it's called a boyfriend who wasn't supposed to be there. Another added, I'd say it's the person she brought over to keep her company just off to the bathroom off to clean up no doubt ghost with a dog or that's not odd 
See for yourself. <laughs> Visit our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see the footage in four. I shall give myself two points for being informative and a little bit spooky. Miss Morris, what have you got tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? A spooked mum believes she has caught a ghost on camera using a Snapchat filter for the first time in the UK after it appeared as a disembodied eye and features on a video of her toddler son. I don't know what Snapchat is. I've never used it. I think you can send photos to people, but after a limited amount of time, they disappear. So you might get a picture. Well, it depends what you're sending pictures of and whether you want them to keep it, doesn't it? Oh, Oh, look, there you go. It looks like a big black disembodied eye. Oh, it's gone. Gone. (laughs) Full-time mom Donna Gill, 35, was filming her three-year-old son Jacob in a fun video at home near Leeds, West York's. That's where Brian's from. Really? He was born in Leeds, absolutely. Yeah? When the snap erition. Snapperition. Yeah. Snapperition. The only show on Dark Matter (laughs) Digital Network that's making its own compound nouns. We're so far ahead of the game here. As the video rolls, Jacob is laughing and making funny noises, but then suddenly an eye with ears and nose. Oh, jeez, that's a Salvador Dali painting. (laughs) Chillingly appears next to him. The strange face appears around three times in total during the whole video. And more worryingly, without any prompting at the end of the clip, Jacob turns to his right where the face had been as if sensing. A presence. If this is a big eye with a couple of ears and a, that's that's Mike, isn't it, from Monsters Inc.? <laughs> uh, Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Not Wazowski. I don't know his name. Oh man! Please fill out your paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, Michelle actually looks like her. Oh, oh no! 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 Hey, there's no need for that. Snap trap. Filters find eyes and human-like features to create a comedy visual effect. Mum Donna, who lives with her company director husband Steve 41 and twin boys Jacob and Charlie, said she thinks the social media specter may be a ghost which has been dubbed Gary Gary. by the twins. That'll be Gary the ghost. (laughs) Go to bed or Gary will come and get you. Turns out Gary wasn't a ghost. He was just a friend of your granddad's. God. Show me on the teddy bear when Gary touched you. No, no, no. <laughs> Gary's a ghost. <laughs> he crept into my room. She said Gary's latest appearance is just one of a long line of strange goings on which have followed Bear? the gills. Of course. Since they lived in another house, she said. He's followed us from house to house, we think. That's the it best Yorkshire started. accent I've ever heard. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, all, no. That's Yorkshire, is it? when me and my husband lived in Selby for four years. That'd be one of them there Texas Leeds accents you read so and much about. And we used to hear bangs at night. Bang. Bang. There. On a matter pier as we live and breathe. Bang. Mm. <laughs> Jacob in the video doesn't talk much, but Charlie, his brother, was the one that started talking about Gary. Are you making funny no, noises? No, nothing. And no, signs of and Gary? No, nothing. You are making no. signs of Gary, aren't you? I'm going to throw paper at How you. How can you even complain about that when all the way through my intro, week in, week out, the two of you are 
We have to do something to stay awake. Wow. <laughs> oh! Hang on. Oh, yes, I did. Let me warm my pen up. Hang Uh-oh. on. <laughs> Michelle. Yep. How many do you think? Come on. Plus five. Minus five. For Heather Morris, she's now on. Minus one. The good Lord giveth and the good Lord taketh away. <laughs> Donna said the recent video filmed just a few weeks ago was interesting because it showed the hallway of the lounge where Gary Gary yes often seems to be found hey Gary's the snail in Spongebob Squarepants just saying one of the things that stands me out there's me quoting philosophers and Heidegger yeah. mm-hmm. and you're quoting Spongebob Squarepants it's not Spongebob I don't know who these people are I don't oh, watch for, television it's a sponge it's not a person Okay. He lives in a pineapple under the sea. Well, that yeah. sounds reasonable. With I've his been friend a fool. Squidward. Okay, and I'm Patrick. getting it. This is too much for him. I need to lie down. I'm hurting <laughs> in the brains department. One of these things that stands out is that my husband and I were in the lounge where you can see the front door, just like in the video. Shut the front door. And Charlie was there and leant over the sofa. They've done and too much, Charlie. Down the hallway. He said, Oh, Gary, Gary! <laughs> What'd he say? Oh, Gary, Gary! Yep. And then he leant back again. Here we go. Michelle's brewing. There's a drink imminent. Oh, Gary's gone! Don't cry. Gary will be back. Then it went really quiet. Oh, there we go. I could feel it coming up from the toes of her feet. It was like, oh, two. There you go, have a double. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you can now have a double. Good times. And she can't breathe. She's gone blue. Look at her. I thought, oh, my word. Which part of Yorkshire is this, by the way? Is it like Sheffield or Leeds? It's scary sometimes. It's scaring me. Is this going to come to an end at some point? It's already gone. Okay, perfect. Gary, Gary! Nice. (laughs) What to do? I'll give you two points and put you back on one. How's that? I get that. I understand. (laughs) Therapy all round. Yes, Gary's no longer here. But I'm sure if you pray at night, Gary will come back if you're a lucky boy. If you're a good boy, Gary will come back. Put your toys away. If you fancy yourself as a bit of a brave heart, see how well you fare after a night in one of the UK's most haunted prisons. Fans of the supernatural are being given the opportunity to spend the night in Somerset's Shapton Mellet Prison and even have a go at hunting some of the ghosts that call the prison their home. Formerly the oldest operated prison in the country, Shepton Mallet closed its doors to inmates in 2013, but is now giving the general public the opportunity to see what prison life is like on Friday the 13th of October. Those brave enough to take up the offer will get the full prison experience. Really? <laughs> oh, no. Including <laughs> Gary. <laughs> the full Gary. prison experience? I don't want it. Gary, Gary, with <laughs> Gary. What if I only want 99%? We- <laughs> I'll hold 1% back then. How's that? This includes bland porridge for dinner and breakfast, mm-hmm. a sleepover locked in their very own cell, and a bottom that looks like the Japanese flag. And a shank. Yeah. The night activities <laughs> also include the complete ghost hunting tour where visitors will try to connect with the spirits of the executed criminals that were once 
locked up on the site. Shocking. Shepton Mallard Prison has a dark history, having been the site of a number of executions since it first opened its doors in 1626, with the last hanging taking place in 1945. I don't know the detail of that, but I would guess that that was some sort of treason or spying or something in 45. If we're hanging people in 45 in Britain, that was a spy, I'm guessing, but I will check on that. Infamous East End gangsters Ronnie and Reggie Cray were held in the prison in 1952 while awaiting court-martial for dodging national service. That's Uh, your relation. Huh. Yes, that is true. I am related to the two of the biggest gangland killers in the East End of London. I can't deny it. Their mother was called Violet Lee. That's true. Yes. Yes. It's not something I brag about. And they're so distant, they would never know who I was. It's like third cousins five times removed. But that is true. I believe I am related to Ronnie and Reggie. Everyone's related to each other in the East End of London. Like everyone in this town is related. (laughs) I'm not. You're not. You're the exception. You're the blood that's coming in, the fresh blood. Mm -hmm. There's certain types of people that I've recognized now through living in Minnesota for so many years. When the first pioneers came to the Midwest, there had just been three or four of them. They were French fur trappers. They were German and Norwegian. So, ultimately, everyone's breeding with everyone else in this melting pot of a town. And you start seeing the same character types. I could draw down a list now of 25 different traits, and every single person I've seen in the Midwest will fall into this graph. You've got the melon-headed people. Charles Schultz (laughs) comes from Minnesota. He saw this. He did Charlie Brown and Peanuts. And there's people I've seen walking around with heads like melons. They're perfectly round. I have seen Charlie Brown. This is a character type. Mm -hmm. You see the women walking around Hy-Vee and Walmart with a pinched face. Like they're sucking on a lemon Mm -hmm. and they've not had sex since 1958. And they're wandering around with German ancestry with a face you could chop wood with. So there's another type. (laughs) There's like certain types of people due to genetic disposition. This is eugenics. What are Michelle and I? Well, you can be the melon-headed kid and Michelle can be the one with a face like a slapped ass. How's that? There you go. Good times. I'm in charge. How'd you like them apples? Wow. Night in a jail or my heart will fail. (laughs) One of the two is going to happen. I've lost you both. Now look at the way you're looking at me. Michelle's got a flick knife out. She's got a switchblade. You've rolled up your sleeves. Oh, no. Don't hit me. Oh, no. Pain. Pain's my only friend now. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to be with you again. That was number one, by the way, when I was born. Yes, I can understand you're doing the noise that grates on my Yeah, just to annoy you. Yes, just to annoy me. Miss Morris, what have you got now in the round? Well, that shut you up, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? The life of Kylie Star is rumored to be expecting her first child with her boyfriend, Travis Scott. Oh, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Hurrah. <laughs> Kylie hasn't spoken out on the claims, but she soon gave a first glimpse of her alleged baby bump on Instagram. Who cares? Following that... Her dad, Caitlyn Jenner, confirmed that Kylie is pregnant. Who cares? However, <laughs> however, <laughs> now we're getting to the Heather. interesting part. I think we should read our next story out. Every other sentence should be ending with, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Does this face look bothered? Am I bothered? Is this a face that looks bothered? Why is she famous again? 
no reason. She probably got a tuppence out on the internet at some point. Mm. Fans are still questioning if the makeup mogul is really pregnant and have been looking for answers on Twitter. One superfan is adamant the rumors are true and pose the theory that a shaman knew Kylie was carrying Travis Scott baby during the filming of Kylie. When you said one fan was Adamant, I'm thinking like <laughs> Prince Charming, Stand and Deliver. I used to love him. Great. He went out with Amanda Donahoe. I had a crush on her when mm. I was a kid. The 20-year-old visited a shaman in Peru on May 9th with her momager, Chris Jenner, and a group of her closest friends. I love the compound nows this show provides. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's tremendous. I love it. Mm-hmm. The shaman, who claimed to be psychic, told Kylie that there was a man who was very interested in her and inside of her. Oh, oh. gross. You're welcome. Wouldn't be the first time that day, would it? <laughs> who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I'm more interested in the shaman in Peru. <laughs> Did he rattle a couple of tortoise shells and throw some bones down and said, You're having a baby. <laughs> A wee baby, ah. Oh no, it's a wee baby. This would be the Scottish Peruvian. <laughs> shaman. I couldn't think of a Peruvian accent. My go-to place was Scottish. Uh, can you imagine going to McDonald's and asking for the Max Shaman? I'd like the Max Shaman, please. They don't come out until March. <laughs> I'd like the meatloaf, please. Heavy on the meat and light on the loaf. Oh! <laughs> the McMeatloaf. <laughs> I would hedge a bet that the shaman knew Kylie was pregnant before Kylie and tried to tell her during the session. Wow! How's that spell? I'm interested. (laughs) As it sounds, (laughs) W-O. There's one person that is very interested. You can see he's already talking with you, the shaman said. Yes, he has good intentions. Nice. Is this, okay, she's pregnant, but she doesn't know who the dad is. No, she knows who the dad is. Oh, she is, so she whittled it down. Yeah. <laughs> she narrowed it down to a field it's, of it's, it's ten. It's the one that's interested in you, not the one that's inside you. Oh, <sighs> Who cares? Who cares? I'm interested in the Peruvian I shaman. I don't even care. It's your story. I might just give you two points to finish it now. If I gave you two points, would you just shut up? Would that be okay? Michelle, I'm going to give you two points Yay! for shutting up. You're now on seven. You're in the lead on the back of that. You should feel pleased. This is good times. We now run into the round that is UFOs. And cryptozoology, it's green men and hairy beasties. Shocked beachgoers came across a mysterious sea creature washed up in the surf. It was a splattered whale next to a bowl of broken petunias. Huh? If anyone gets that joke, write into me on Facebook and I will read your name out next week. I thought that was funny. The decomposing beast... <laughs> has been described <laughs> as the length of a fighter jet and gave off a nasty odour. Really? Oh, the huge manatee! <laughs> Do you remember my Zeppelin at the beginning of the show? Yeah. yeah. That went up in flames. Mm-hmm. Oh, the huge manatee! Gotcha. 
See what I'm doing there? Yes. I'm wasted here. This is a game past your head. I'm wasted. It's it was not. found in the shadows. Thank you, Michelle. I'll give you <laughs> some <cares>? more points. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! We need a button on the soundboard. <laughs> we need a button on the soundboard that when I press it, it goes. Who cares? <laughs> nice. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? It was found in the shallows of Mason City on the island of Leyte in the Philippines. The Philippines. Julius Alpino from the Bureau. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Julia, Julius Alpino from the Philippines, from the Bureau of Fisheries and Aquatic Resources. There's a long name badge to put on your shirt. Said the corpse could not be identified because it was already decomposing. The smell was too bad. I can't describe it. Obviously, he doesn't have a teenager. Or met my ex. But it was a bad <laughs> smell. <laughs> Just for clarification, Heather's axe smelt like a ripe brie. <laughs> but the mammal, which measures 10 metres in length, could have been a whale, according to Mr. Alpino. Oh, of course. Local man, Nunj Nuj Capistrino. <laughs> I want to give you a Nuji. <laughs> At least wait till the show's finished. Nuji! He's 42 years old and he photographed the beast after spotting it passing the beach. He said, I was just passing the beach and took some photos, but I don't know about the details. I was surprised because it's too big and it's the first time I saw that kind of creature. I don't know what they did with it, but one thing is for sure, the creature was already dead when I saw it. I've the creature was... <laughs> I can't help thinking... You've only got yourself to blame. <laughs> what is that you're drinking over there? What is that? It's like purple. What are you drinking over there? Blackberry brandy. Blackberry brandy. <laughs> of course you are. The choice of a generation. The creature was reportedly towed back out to sea because the smell sparked a health hazard. Just push it in the direction of North Korea. Push it in the water. <laughs> Bit of satire there, ladies and gentlemen. Huge manatee! Or not for me, you decide. Visit our Facebook site, more questions and answers, with Adrian Lee, where you can see the Dead Sea creature in glorious Technicolor. Heather, what have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology? The Corrientes police in Argentina photographed a supposed extraterrestrial being on September 13th. The Argentine media has published the news. The event occurred in a locality called Parque Meter. Parking Meter. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go on a vacation. We'll go to Argentina. Buenos Aires, Michelle. No, we'll spend a week in Parking Meter. <laughs> Have you got any coins on you? It's a limited stay. If you want to stay long term, we're going to have to cash up some of this money. The group of police officers from 
Commissariat Number 4, had to report to an area where a group of young people reported the strange creature. When the policemen arrived at the park and tried to contact the supposed person, they soon realized that the subject was a strange being of an appearance of a traditional... Extraterrestrial. A traditional... <laughs> Traditional. A traditional extra. Traditional. See. Oh, see. They began. It's almost, almost like you're fluent. It was like having an Argentinian in the room. It's scary. Oh, you've been here for an hour. No, that's Chinese. Oh. <laughs> Let's play. What's my accent? Let's give some points away. Oi! Oi! They began photographing with a cell phone camera. When the police tried to approach the alien being, the police reported that it escaped, jumping into the waters of the Piranha River. You're just making words up. And immediately lost sight of it, probably because it was eight. Eaten. No, it was there eight. There was eight, were there? <laughs> One more than seven. You wouldn't want to see eight of them, would you? <laughs> It is not the first time they have captured images of strange beings in Argentina. The country seems to be a hot zone for encounters and contact with alien beings. That is true. I think they have very light pollution. Very good for seeing you. Very light pollution. Very light pollution. Look at it just hanging there. You got very light pollution. (laughs) Yeah, again, that's Chinese. You're going to have to expand your repertoire from Deep South and Chinese. We can't do every story each week just focusing on the Deep South and the Chinese. Low main. This is more questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show in the world that covers the paranormal, the strange and the bizarre. And the Chinese. In Chinese and Louisiana. It's a very narrow market we're covering here. Mm. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Green Men and the Hairy Beasties? A granny claims to have snapped fairies flying in a wood while out walking with her granddaughter. Debbie Garland was playing a game of treasure hunt in the woods near her Yorkshire home when she saw something glowing. Back to Yorkshire. Should we mm-hmm. have a game of treasure hunt in the woods? I'll show you something Never glowing. again. There. Can't go back there. <laughs> After rushing home to grab her phone, she returned to the woods with her five-year-old granddaughter and filmed the lights. The customer service advisor believes there were about ten or more fairies and claims she could see arms and legs on the magical creatures. The 55-year-old showed the images to her friends and family and said no one could work out what they were. She thinks the only explanation is that they are fairies. Debbie said, they're fairies, they look like Tinkerbell. There's just no other explanation. I suppose some might be skeptical, but I believe in fairies, and my grandchildren do too. I had just gone out for a walk with my granddaughter Lily, and we spotted the lights over the Garden Green Island near our house. I said, look Lily, they look like fairies. Would you like Grandma to go back to the house for her phone so she can take a picture? When I got back I thought the lights would be gone, but I managed to take a photo. Debbie was amazed when looking back over the shots, because they appeared to be complete with arms and legs. I'm sorry. Can I tell you what a visual I have? I have a visual of Grandma with 
flypaper. <laughs> How's the flypaper? <laughs> that sounds very devious to me. That's taking a lot of preparation. Where are we going to get flypaper in a birdcage from at this time of night? I just didn't know what they were. There was a group of about 10 or 11 of them, perhaps even 20. My granddaughter believes in fairies, and I just can't explain what they were. They didn't look like dragonflies or anything like that. There's just absolutely no explanation. When I got home, I blew them up so I could see clearly and was really amazed by the colors. They just seemed to glow a beautiful gold. I know there are lots of skeptics, but I like to believe. Those photographs are available. If you go mm-hmm. to our Facebook site, they more are. questions than answers. With Adrian Lee, you can see those fairy pictures for yourself. We literally have minutes to go, so I'm going to squeeze in as many stories as possible. Michelle's now up to 11. This is the round of the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too strange and too bizarre. Not to read out on air, but don't fit easily into any other category. An antiques dealer headbutted her dad in a drunken rage when she could not find her pet snail. What? <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> Look, it's retracted. Back into Michelle. <laughs> Said the shaman. <laughs> oh, course. Well, that was money well spent. <laughs> when I said I'd try and get through these as quick as possible, obviously a new meaning for that sentence I hadn't previously been aware of. Furious. Kimberly Burns, 28. <laughs> Erupted. When the creature she adopted the day before it vanished from her home, she makes attachments very quickly. She'd only had it a day. <laughs> she falls in love very easily, doesn't she? Yeah. Who cares? It's spreading. Not for the first time on a Friday night. She shoved mum Lynn, 61, who had a bad back. And when her dad, John, 63, tried to intervene, she headbutted him. Headbutting your dad over a lost snail. <laughs> that went right down my ear. Stuff rattling around in there. Detritus fell out. Look, here's a piece of Lego I pushed down my ear in 1973. I ain't licking it. She found the snail. You say that now. And took it home to Maidavell, northwest London. I'm going to continue this story if it kills me. <laughs> but became upset when it was not there the next day. It obviously ran away. Prosecutor. That's a skate, stretch. Skate Shilton said her mother describes Kimberly as going ballistic, calling her every name under the sun. Perhaps the pet snail discovered the salt on the kitchen table. Get me a glass of water. We'll rehydrate your pet. There, look at that. It's good as new. Nadia Dimitrova, defending, said Burns had been drinking heavily and her reaction was out of proportion. Do you think maybe she was shell-shocked? Her parents appealed for her to be spared jail at Westminster Magistrates Court after she admitted two charges of assault by beating. District Judge Alea said Burns had been very, very close to prison. She got 12 months community service order and must undergo six months alcohol treatment and do 100 hours of unpaid snail work. I love that snail. Or total foul. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. We now enter the round that is called 
not for your mother. That means you found us in our archives. You've been savvy. You've tracked down our social media platform. So thank you for joining us. I hope you won't be disappointed. Why not tell all your friends now on Facebook that you're listening to the show and press the little orange love heart and tell us how much you appreciate what we do. Heather Morris, what have you got for me tonight first in the round we call Not For Your Mother? Bike sharing services are doing so well in China. Developers decided to take more users on a joyride, although of another kind. Oh, God. Adult app Taku, which measures fun for him in Chinese, recently rolled out a limited-time sharing girlfriend service in Beijing, which allowed its 53 million users to have recycled plastic partners delivered right to their homes. So, hang on a second. So, Mm -hmm. some sort of sex doll, but it's been used previously. Someone sold it on eBay. Nope, it's not sold. It's just... Borrow. You're borrowing it? Yep. It's going around. She'd been passed around. Oh, you'd want it first. Why is her nose running? Oh, no. Oh, it was there. You'd be disappointed. (laughs) The company also adopted Touch as its English name. But renting a girlfriend for a full 24 hours will take $45.20 out of your pocket. That's cheaper than taking a normal woman out for the evening. I know that's more than Burger King, isn't it? It is. More than Dairy Queen as well, I might add. Oh, Dairy Queen. I love it. There's also an option. (laughs) We're not sponsored by Dairy Queen. I just want to make that. There are other burger chains that sell very good burgers. But we really like Dairy Queen. (laughs) I like Five Guys. How was your prom night? For those of you that don't know, that is actually a burger no, chain. It's no. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It is. It is. I'd like mine well done, please, with extra cheese. And mayonnaise. <laughs> you can understand why we can't read this out on air, can't you? We'd be removed in a flash. Oh, my God. The door would be revolving as we get kicked out. Does anyone know a Maddie Farker? I was told Maddie Farker. Is she here, Miss Farker? Maddie Farker? I I like a five guys. Yes. (laughs) And I'd like Maddie Farker if she's around. She apparently has a badass. Badass Maddie Farker, anyone? There's also an option for you to stay in your silicone-focused relationship for a whole week. Which will cost you a hundred and ninety six ninety. That's gonna make a whole week. With a thou what'd you Nothing. Wow, that <laughs> no, was no. terrible. Oh, I'm getting mother's finger. Yeah, you are. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, really? How is your mother? <laughs> oh <laughs> That's gonna leave a mark. <laughs> Well, if uh, you want the whole 196.90, you also have to pay. Yeah, let's go a for 12, it. The whole works. Twelve hundred thirteen dollar deposit with that damage deposit. You have Damn. to put a big deposit down. <laughs> oh, oh God, no, you didn't. Anyway, for the event, the app introduced five fully customizable dolls to its users, including. Here we go. Oh my Which one do you want, Nathan? Here's the list. Remember them. We've got the U.S. Wonder Woman. Do you want yep. U.S. Wonder Woman? She comes with a lasso, apparently. We've got the Hong Kong race car cheerleader. 
This is a very specific market, isn't it? There's one guy out there that's into that who's just like lit his pants on fire. I've always wanted the Hong Kong race car cheerleader, and now my dreams are fulfilled. It's like Pokemon. you got to collect them all. all. I'm not walking around the street looking for them, though. Oh, God. You've got the Greek bikini model. Okay, I'm I'm with you so far. That's got to be hairy, isn't it? The Greek bikini model. You've also got the Russian teenager. Oh, Russian, no. Russian, yeah, that, that's slightly illegal, I Yet. suspect. Yeah. My favorite is the Korean housewife. <laughs> <laughs> what time you call this? You come in all hours. You treat place like hotel. You why never you... call. How long it take to make phone call? Me why are you not e-vegetable? Why are you not e-vegetable? <laughs> Just what I've always dreamed of. Perfect. My life is complete. Korean... <laughs> Housewife, <laughs> why you not push you away? Oh, you My take... mother told me this would happen. You must take off sock. You lie down now. <laughs> Great. Oh, you want massage? That's worth. <laughs> Go on in. If you can't stomach sharing your partner with someone oh. else. The app assures the rental service strict sanitary controls. Go on, Dad, you have it first. Oh, the doll lower parts are... Lower part? Go they, they are changed for every customer. Please remove a lower part... <laughs> Mr. Bond! Uh, ...before uh, returning. I don't even know what she's saying. It's just a collection after, of noises. After lower part are clean... <laughs> <laughs> the doll can be used then a repeated way. <laughs> a repeated way. What about its upper parts? <laughs> what about its upper parts? <laughs> Leave it to it, it, it was the Korean housewife. There is no upper parts. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Mary and Joseph. <laughs> Oh, and this is why we can't read this out on air. Oh, toothbrush. Oh, I'll get the one at the back, don't worry. <laughs> oh, they can be so repeated re. <laughs> and that's why we can't have a camera in the studio. Is there any more to this madness? Oh, tomo regato. Mr. Rebato. <laughs> Mr. Bobble. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> Are you going to cough mixture? <laughs> Are you done, are you? I'm willing. You're yeah. done, are you? Okay. Oh, man. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? A bizarre video has emerged with a mutant pig born with only one eye and a penis-like growth. <laughs> Why do we keep talking about my ex? <laughs> <laughs> On its forehead. Yeah, why we keep talking about my ex? <laughs> that makes you wonder where the testicles are hanging at that point, doesn't it? I can't see where I'm going. I think I know Is anyone even listening to this anymore? I have no idea. In the footage... Who cares? <laughs> Oh! <laughs> in the footage captured in China, 
A woman proudly holds the deformed piglet up to the camera. Friends and neighbors of Tao Lu rush to his property in Yunnan Township in the city of Nanning, China, after the news spread. When a local newspaper published pictures of the strange-looking animal, several people contacted Tao, offering to buy it. But the animal died after being rejected by its mother and refusing a bottle. Tao. I bet they couldn't get a bottle near its face. Just with, so. Not with that wiener no, hanging they'd, down. No, they'd have to move that out of the way, wouldn't they? Move it to the left slightly and there you go. Sustenance. Tao, 40, said it was a large litter and the mutant one was the last of 19 piglets to be born. Doesn't it worry you about, like, pollution in China? All of these stories we read out where a pig's suddenly born with a willy on its head. Mm-hmm. It always in China. It makes you wonder about pollution chemical levels do you not think yeah. nuclear waste yeah doesn't happen anywhere else does it Mm-mm. all the others were normal just this one was really bizarre it's a shame it died i could have got a lot more money for it than the rest of the family put together based on what people were offering me on the phone the farmer said he had intended to put the pig on display to attract visitors one person who saw the animal firsthand Wu Kong said, I was one of a dozen people who went to see the piglet, and it really did have a human face with one eye and a penis growing out of its forehead. Unicorn pig or just not my gig? You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. They say all publicity is good publicity, and that may be the case this week for dick-shaped waffle vendor... Ketnita Prasada Sombom. A Nicky Bomb Bomb, Nicky Bomb Bomb, Nicky Bomb Bomb down. Wind your body down, North Carolina. Did you say dick shaped waffles? Yes, I did. I love some waffles. Would you like one or two? Mm, waffle. Her waffles are exploding, going viral on social media, waffles. as well as in the mouth of fans <laughs> at Bangkok's <laughs> Bangkok's no, waffle. No. <laughs> Confucius said, man who walked through airport security sideways going to Bangkok. Mm, with hot waffle. <laughs> Though lots of cute young tires have been posting photos and videos of themselves licking, eating and loving the waffles, not everyone is a fan of the sexy cheeky treats, reported Kados English. One of those people is famed chef Ying Sak Jonglaser <laughs> Yetsan Dogawong. <laughs> Did you say Dogawong? Yes, I did. Ding sack, ding sack, <laughs> dog along. Can I buy a vowel, please? <laughs> Ying sack, jongler, tet, jet, set, dagger one. <laughs> That's the bar in Star Wars. That's number wang. Who plays? That's it, is number wang. <laughs> Who placed the unpleasant image of the monks and children eating this snack into the minds of tires. So monks and children are eating waffles? Dink waffles. Dink waffles. <laughs> That's my solicitor. <laughs> That's your stripple name. 
Please welcome onto the stage for the first time tonight. Put your hands together for Dink Waffle. Boom, boom. I was cold in the middle of a railroad train. Go Dink. <laughs> One of those people is Fame Chef Ying Sak Jongler Jet Sat Dat Wong, who placed the unpleasant image of the monks and children eating the snack, <sighs> the thick hot waffles. <laughs> Almost want one. <laughs> Katnita's stand is called Fohai Ma, which translates as from my dad. <laughs> oh, no. Fohai Ma, from my dad, serves Willy Waffles stuffed with cheese and sausage. But you have to get to the market early enough to score. You see, Ketnita has been selling out of the affordable treats every night. Early bird gets a worm. People, what about the early worm? What does he get? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. People have been gushing so much about the waffles that, oh, <laughs> I love the that the vendor was interviewed by Amarin TV over the weekend. However, she didn't invent this food fad. Penis waffles have been trendy in Taiwan for a long time now. Long time. The Bangkok stand <laughs> first attracted attention back in mid-September when a video of customers with the treat was watched by 18 million people and Ooh. sent fans flocking to the market to get themselves some D as well. Heather, let's sell them on the square. Square. Go to the town square, set up a school... A, a school? school? A school for a penis waffles? <laughs> Let's call it from my dad. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. I can still be deported for moral turpitude. It'll be a stiff sentence. Yes. <laughs> I'm not a hardened criminal. I find that remarkable. Who cares? Michelle. <laughs> what have you got now for me in the round of not for your mother? A Sri Lankan man who raised suspicion by the way he kept looking around in an airport departure lounge was found to be carrying nearly 2.2 pounds of gold stashed in his rectum. Like a big gold bar. Damn near nope. killed him. Huge bar of gold. <laughs> Look at him trying to walk through airport security. The 45-year-old headed for India was arrested at Colombo Airport on Sunday after customs officials noted suspicious movements. Suspicious. Gold butt nuggets! <laughs> <laughs> Only available this month in McDonald's. Gold butt nuggets. <laughs> There's gold in them dear heels. <laughs> the suspect was carrying 904.77 grams of gold. Worth nearly $30,000. That's a lot of carrots up his bum. Mm. But was freed after making payment. I'm sure he did. <laughs> was it a deposit? You go and spend a penny. Of $1,500. <laughs> only part of it came up. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There's 10 bucks straight off the bat. It's like a change belt. Oh, $22. We're getting there. Oh, we're up to 15 <laughs> 55 bucks and we're still going. 
Is this a slot machine? Look, three bells. Such methods of smuggling are not unusual, said a customs official. Such methods of paying off the customs and the police to the tune of $1,500 in mm. India are, though, I might add. The gold was wrapped in plastic bags and inserted into his rectum. Anus. <laughs> Did they say if there'd been any change? <laughs> I love this show. Oh, I God. love this show. Adding that there were four bags. Four That's it. bags. That's all Four you... Four bags. Baba. <laughs> black sheep. Have, Have you any gold? gold? Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. Four bags, Four bags full. And one for the little boy who piddled down the drain. Heather, what have you got to finish the show tonight in the round? You did one. my story. You've got nothing who left. Who cares? <laughs> you said you had two. I did. I gave it to you, you bum chop. Dick you took waffle. My... Yeah. Bum Chop Dick Waffle! You took my story, Dick oh, Waffle! Oh, you got my name, Bum Chop Dick Waffle! Yeah, yeah, Dick Waffle! <laughs> it's dangerous on the streets of San Francisco, but Dick Waffle! <laughs> he was just a normal police officer! With his sidekick, Bum Chop! Bum Chop and Dick Waffle! <laughs> Criminals have nowhere to hide in San Francisco! Let's go, Fisherman's Wharf, Bumchop. I like it, Alcatraz. You go in first, Dick Waffle, and I'll cover you. Oh, much crime. Very much crime. What time you call this? <laughs> Korean housewife. That's a very unique, limited... Mu going Stick them up. <laughs> I want golden ass nuggets. <laughs> Gold member. <sighs> good times. Well, all good things must come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter with the dead battery. is Heather Morris, who managed to get into positive numbers with a resplendent one. I scored six, but in resplendent first place, winning the $33,000 IR camera is Michelle Corey, who scored 11. Woo -woo. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers, with Adrian Lee. Or you can add me to your Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips and remember we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in soundcloud if you go to soundcloud.com and search for mqta radio my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to lorna hunter heather morris your ton drainer michelle cory nathan bush and all of the international paranormal society at intparanormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including frank zolchek martin's online auctions the lakes area paranormal interest group and mufon of minnesota and remember if you love the show and enjoy what we do why not go to patreon.com and donate a dollar for us to keep the show running for free and remember if you wish to see me i'm in granite falls on thursday if you go onto facebook search for granite falls adrian lee you will find that on there five dollars to get in i will see you there at seven o'clock it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested 
good night. Who cares?